Hello, Bay Brother listeners. Thanks for tuning into the Bay Brothers podcast. Today's date is Sunday, September 8th. We're recording this at about 7.30 Central Time during the Pats Steelers Sunday Night Football. Today for our opener, we're starting you off with our soft tissues and tough cookies of the week. Then we got a final four of stressful moments. Uh, We'll explain to you that later. Then we got football talk. A little Wisconsin sports corner with Packers and Bucks, or Packers and Brewers, excuse me. A little bit of MLB, a little bit of debate there, and then a uh, a drink debate, not a food debate, a drink debate about if we'd rather have cold water or hot water for the rest of our lives. I'll come to you right now. Okay, let's go. Now we got our soft tissue and tough cookie for the week, and uh, I'll start us off with my tough cookie, and it's going to be Nick Castellanos of the Chicago Cubs. Um, Earlier this year, he was playing for the Tigers, got moved to the Cubs, and he's been a revelation for them. Um, Obviously, hate the Cubs, but I cannot deny the fact that he's been raking for them. He's a poor defender, but the Cubs took a chance on him, and he's been killing it for them and really helping them in their pennant race. I got two tough cookies this week. First off, block party I went to last night. Shout out Colin Starker, recurring guest. He lived on the block, so it was his block party. Um, obviously, just a great block party. I'm just going to, it's a, just kind of a shout out to block parties in general. Good food, nice community. Um, we had the football going last night. Brewers with the walk off win. Great uh, kind of lead up into fall, I would say. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not a, kind of an end to the summer. Right. In a sense. I mean, as we always say, I mean, it's like, it's not the f- official end of summer, but head into you, school yeah, you after know Labor Day. Yeah. Okay. And my other tough cookie is uh, my fantasy team. I got two leagues going. They're both winning, but specifically uh, my ESPN fantasy team. Um, it's Rocco Mortsley. He's also a recurring guest. He's the commissioner. I got 156 points right now, projected 188. And this is with Andrew Luck retiring last week. He was supposed to be my starting quarterback. Kyler Murray, 26 points. He started off with negative three in the first half, but uh, that's why you play the entire game, as they say. Um, And Kyler Murray with an impressive performance there. I still got Phillip Rivers on the bench in my other backup, so I'm locked and loaded. It's looking like it's going to be a good season for Dearest Mother in the Fantasy League. For my uh, soft tissue, I have uh, pants. Yesterday, I wore pants last night. It was so sad. What type of pants? Joggers? I was wearing khakis. some joggers. Okay, joggers. Um, I usually wear the joggers to kind of show off my shoes. I was repping the, the PF Flyers oh, from Sandlot. Oh, the PF Flyers are good. So oh, I kinda, oh um, this week, there I saw uh, a senior with the PF Flyers. I was just like, oh, this is very random. I think hey, I, good shoes. I think, I, I think Sandlot is increasing in popularity, though. Like, I, I don't know. Well, I think it's just been a staple since this came out. It's so relatable well, to everybody. Well, in Spanish class, we're talking about our favorite movie. It's like, ¿Cuál es tu uh, película favorita? Um, and El Sandlot was Trace Times said. Trace Times? Yes, I know. What didn't you know? Um, so How many people are in the class? I got like 24, but only about 10 people even asked the question in their conversations. And then three people said it in their presentation. So I think it's showing that it isn't increasing in popularity like 
we had two girls even saying it so it's not just a a baseball thing i would say you know yeah, it's totally relatable and and friendship levels too right all of that right um so oh yeah, yeah back, so back, back to back to the back, pants yes back um pants. so you know like i wanted to show off the shoes one but then it also was just getting colder so i had to had to go with the pants usually like when it's like somewhat cold, I usually go either pants or I either go sweatshirt. I don't go both until I really have to. Um, but anyway, it's just like sad to see the outside outdoor shorts uh, kind of thing go. Uh, yeah, kind of playing devil's advocate here. But I was walking back. I went to the Brewers game today, walking back to my car. I felt a little chill in the air. And on one hand, it is a little sad that, you know, you can't wear T-shirt and shorts anymore. But I understand flannel season's coming up. I'm a big flannel guy, so I am excited for that. Yeah, I never really got into flannels. I don't. I don't know if I can pull it off and rock it as well okay, as some I, people. You, you can't pull it off as well as. Yeah, it just doesn't fit you. I don't think. Yeah, I, I think I have. A, I have a special style. I don't know. Yeah, you, you kind of created your own style. I yeah, would say. I agree. Okay, my soft tissue is going to go. Um, some students in my school. So the school came out with some new rules about phones and uh, headphones. So with phones, Please elaborate. Yeah. So with phones. They, you're not allowed to use your phone in class. You have to put in a special caddy so that you know you stay off. Headphones. Wait, you're what, not, do you, what do you mean special caddy? It's like, like a pocket. You put it in a pocket before oh, every okay, class. In, okay, okay. you're not allowed to wear headphones in between classes, which was kind of a, like a lot of people relied on that. I think a lot of people rely on music for like to de-stress them, which I don't totally buy into. But you know, I get it. And, you know, want to go through the day, listen to some music. Okay, but. I think people are just like rebelling in the idea and they kind of started hating the principle for this. But, you know, I think it's a good thing. You know, got to deconnect. We're focusing on the education part. We got to go back to our genesis as humans and rely on that human connection that we have and not spend so much time on our phones. And I think it's been great. I've seen the screen time on my phone go down and not much in my life has changed except I'm getting less exposure to that blue light. And that's probably going to help me in the long run. Yeah, I mean, um, so with the phones thing, so before you could have it like kind of like on your you could, desk, you could and have it in your in your pocket. People totally manipulated the system. You really weren't supposed to be on it, but you know, even I was checking. You know, you're checking your fantasy. Um, you're just when you get bored in class, you just, you just kind of browse. Some people yeah. go on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, browse, but you, you doze off, and then you know, if you're doing something, yeah. So I guess I guess makes sense. So I mean, I know and like. Yeah, most schools. I was like, with AirPods, that was huge to walk into the hallways because oh, it was go. so easy. Josh Gordon touchdown. That's for my fantasy team. As the Patriots go up 6-0 to start it off. What else is new, though? And now we got some NFL and football in general, college football talk here today. And uh, some of the biggest news yesterday was Antonio Brown getting released by the Raiders um, from all the drama and getting scooped up by, wouldn't you know, the Patriots, taking all the rejects pretty much. <laughs> right. I mean, this is not the most Patriot move of all time. So their <clears throat> wide receiver core is one of the most talented in history, I'd say. Demarius Thomas, former great um, of the Broncos. He was one of the top 10 receivers in the league. I think people forget that. Josh Gordon, one of the top five most talented wide receivers of all time. Got barred down by drugs, and uh, but it looks like he's kind of making a revival in his life. And um, you know, don't you know, he just scored a touchdown. His Patriots keep reinventing people. Um, Julian Edelman, great underdog story, speed, great slot receiver. 
and then Joe Schmo, don't you know, Antonio Brown, A.B., going to Foxborough. Bill Belichick will not handle any of that nonsense. If he does bring drama into the locker room, Bill, jo- Bill Belichick is not afraid to dismiss him, release him. They didn't have to pay him that much. I think only $9 million guaranteed. And, uh, I mean, I think Bill. this is like a obviously a business decision. The Patriots are only reaffirming their Super Bowl hopes. Uh, this is such a Patriots move. They're the villains. Everyone hates them. This is going to make uh, people hate them even more. And Antonio Brown's going to be great for them. You heard it here first. Um, but I'm going to put him up, you know, almost anywhere for one of the top five wide receivers in the league with production this season. Even though he's not playing in the first couple games, uh, relative to everyone else's how many games they're playing, Antonio Brown will be so productive for the Patriots, I'm thinking. Yeah, I totally agree. I think. Um, if he goes to any other franchise, I mean, exception of a few, maybe he's still going to have the drama, but I think the Patriots would, will reduce it better than anybody else in the league. Um, and I think they're going to have to somewhat make it work and he's going to have to be disciplined enough to realize if I want to win championships, um, and this is where I want to be, I'm going ha- to have to be disciplined. He's also on a hall of fame track. And if he continues with this, stats that he's had in previous seasons he'll be in the hall of fame but if he keeps up with the shenanigans then uh he's putting his you know career's legacy in jeopardy i'd say yeah and also um thursday night the packers opened up um with a win against the bears andrew anything you want to add to kind of the whole performance as as aaron Rodgers said we have a defense um the offense was pretty brutal i think everyone uh witnessed that but I'm not too worried about that. Seems like Aaron Rodgers kind of figures it out. He didn't even play in the preseason. Matt LaFleur, that was his first game. He's getting a little experience under his belt. And the Bears have the best defense in the league. So uh, taking all those factors in, I think the offense will be okay. Uh, It's not going to be a great offense, but hey, we have a top 10 defense. Those Smiths we signed up the middle are great. Rashawn Gary had a nice couple reps. Darnell Savage in the backfield. Uh, Both those rookies. Um... Our secondary looked great with King, Tremont Williams, uh, Alexander, and uh, I'm excited for this Packers team. I mean, um, we had a lot of hype leading into it, and I think we delivered. I'm I'm excited. I my hopes only rising for them, and uh, I might I might even put it up for favorites in the division now. Who knows? Wow. Um. You know, with new identity, trying to find that new identity with the new coach. And I think really with the front office unloading the bag to get a good defense with draft picks and signing different guys, I think that was much needed. And, um, you know, all the fans knew it needed to happen because we couldn't keep performing with this bad defense. And, you know, as a lot of people say, defense wins championships. Um, so I think it was the right move. And I like having the new identity, new offense, I mean, you know, watching it, trying to get used to it. It's going to be a little weird at first, but I but think it'll be nice for the better. it's nice not having McCarthy's you oh, know, yeah, stupid sure. toss plays. Like, I hated McCarthy's play calling so much. You you know, you want to take your brain out because it, it was so idiotic and stupid. Um, but, yeah, it's nice to have something, like, new and some modern in, uh, in our Packers land. Some highlights from today. Uh, the big stunner of the day is Browns lose by 30. To the of all teams, the Titans, the mediocrity of the NFL. So the Browns hype is has vanished, at least for now. Who knows? Baker, Odell, Jarvis Landry, all that hype 
it could be, you know, lost to none. I mean, they had their over under was nine and a half, and I thought that was a little high. I said it in the um, in our NFL preview, and I think that my words might be true as they usually do. And now we have our final four of stressful moments, but not too stressful in the sense that it's not like anyone's dying. It's uh, just kind of everyday stressful moments that you might have. Yeah, a little a little comedy with it. Um, yeah, to try to make it okay. best as possible. Okay, so for my first pick, I'm going airport. Just the situation in general. First off, you have to make sure you have everything. You didn't forget anything. Have all your luggage. Uh, you have all the tickets you need. Um, but the most stressful moment is in the security line where you have to take off your shoes, your belt. You got to make sure all your laptops are um, clear uh, or they're out of your bag. Um, and it's all in a, you know, in a span of 30 seconds where you got to all make this happen. And, and then you have to go through that little, uh, where you have to put your hands up and then, yeah, and then they do the spinny the thing. Spinny scan. Yep. Um, and then occasionally, like if you bring food, they'll catch something in your bag and it seems like, oh, it's going to take five minutes and it's, it's airport is a hassle. And I think that is one of the most stressful moments. It's my stress level definitely rises. I can just feel it. And it's just like so awkward because like you're sitting. Well, then after you get through security, you're just kind of sitting there. You're waiting for waiting your to family. Get in the yep. gate, and then like if you're like, I mean, I've never flown by myself or just like with another person. If you're like not sitting together, then the stress of like am I going to be sitting by a stranger? Like right. am I getting the middle seat? All right. of this other stuff is going through your head at that point. Um, but for my first pick, I'm going to go with uh, when you don't know. If, you don't have your wallet and keys. You're doing the pat down. Maybe you're going into a game or, um, you know, you're getting out of your car and you're like, did it fall under the seat? You're doing the quick pat down, but then, you know, you, you got it. And it's a sign of relief. But that's one of the more stressful moments because it's like that quick burst of anxiety. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Um, for my next pick, I'm going to take uh, when you see someone in public and you really just don't want to talk to them, whether it's, you know, you're walking your dog down the street, you see them with someone at church, but you really don't want to talk to them. The, you know, comment, looking away from them, trying to pretend like you're talking to someone else, but just trying to avoid that person if you really don't want to talk to them. For me, I don't know what in your school is, but like the hallway, sometimes you can have like a, a long walk one-on-one with somebody. Oh. Like there might be more people in the hallway for you guys, but anyway, I feel like it's like a long walk one-on-one. You don't want to say anything. You, I'm doing like the fake, like looking in the room, like as I'm walking by, and it's oh, like I know what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, you you don't you can't go on your phone during school, right? No. So for me, sometimes I also pull my phone out, just like look at something really yeah, quick and do just, a little fake, just look. trying to yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes I just gotta give like the hey, cause like I know everybody, but it's just like I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Weird. I get what you're saying. Uh, you yeah, you're. Yeah, my pick. Um, let's see what I want to go with my second one. I'm going to go with, uh, when you're driving and you didn't really, you didn't see the cop. Um, and maybe like you're speeding a little bit, but not too much. It's like not really bad, but like you're worried he's going to pull you over. Or, like maybe, um, you thought you did something illegal or like a bad turn or something like that. Um, that's a stressful moment cause you, you tense up for a little bit, but then it's, if it's okay, you're clear then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for my next pick, I'm going to go when you're up on the, on the clock in fantasy draft, um, and you just don't know who to pick at all, whether it's, you know, you go to the bathroom, you're getting some chips, you're going to drink all of a sudden you come back. You're like, Oh geez, I'm on the clock. You got to choose someone quickly. You got to check if, uh, the buy, the buys 
lineup, you know, if it's a backup player and sometimes you just run out of time, it's it can be very, very stressful, I have to say. Especially if you have the um, if you're at the end of the snake, so you have like the first pick and then you oh, see, come back, yeah. you got the double pick. That is stressful. Yeah. Cause like you have to wait that whole time to see who's going to be an option. So you're crossed off names right. and, and then, then like, and then you're boom. like, and then you have your eye on that person and you're like, Oh, that is going to be such a good pick here. Then the person right in front of you picks them. You're like, Oh, what am I going to do now? Everything's go- goes yeah. out the window then. Uh, for my next one, I'm going to go with, uh, when you can't find your homework in class, when the teacher says, like, yeah, your homework and you're flipping through the binders, right. flipping through the papers, that's so stressful. Or when or you're just thinking in class and you're like, oh, shoot, did I forget that? You know, it's it's the worst moment. Or, like, did it, like was it in my locker or did I leave it at home? Did like, the dog eat it, you know? Yeah, or, like, like it's so much it's so much worse when, like, you know you did it and you just don't know where it is. Right. That's... Or you forgot to do something even, too. Oh, that no, oh, like, that's true. Like, when it's, like, late at night, I'm about to go to bed, I'm like, I totally forgot to do that. Right. That's just like I'm so tired at this point. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like that's a five. That's a five a.m. I'll get that done, John. Um. Okay. I was gonna go with. Uh, we'll do it now. Okay. This is my my for my last pick. I'm gonna go when you think you're gonna you're when you set your alarm for like six, and then you just don't. Your mom wakes you up at like six forty five or something. Or. Uh, I, oh yes. Or that. that uh, or, like, some people say their alarm doesn't go off. I don't really get how that doesn't happen with, like, phones. It works so well now for alarms going off. But sometimes you hit the snooze button and you don't even realize it. Yeah. And yes. uh, it's just the worst moment when you wake up and you're like, oh, I had to do this, you know. Oh, um, that is so – that that's a great pick. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've had that so many times where it's like – I mean, I might be really hard, but, I like, set my alarm for 6.30 and it's like – I press news because I'm just so tired by like unconsciously just like boom, and then all of a sudden it's nine o'clock and I my my day planned out differently and it's like ugh, now I got to make up all this time. Right. Yeah. Uh, for my last one, I'm gonna go with uh carrying food. So from the first uh like scenario, I'd say like in the house when you're like for me like walking from the kitchen to the family room and I'm carrying like all these plates and bowls and I'm kind of balancing it. I always try to go with the one trip and it's like, ah, yeah, can I carry it? Sometimes can you just got to go two trips nah. because you have a drink in one hand. Sometimes you have two plates, you know, some silverware, a napkin, um, condiments even. I think, I think sometimes it's just better to make two trips because all the work you put into making the food to your mom, you don't want it to spill. And then you got to clean it up. Maybe some glass breaks. That's the worst. I think when in doubt, take two trips. Yeah, for me, I think I got it down to a science. I got the arm wedge. Uh, How can you do arm wedge when something's in it, though? You know, it works sometimes. Okay, I'm sorry. Or you, I got you know, you know, bowl on top of plate. Or then, like, if I'm trying, then I mean, it's almost like a two trip thing. But like, sometimes in the microwave, you you get your drink set up, you get that set up. But, so but it's kind of like also sometimes the door is a little tricky because sometimes like the my basement door is closed. So then I have to set it down on the ground, then open the door and then repick it up. It's, it's that That is tricky. really hard. But luckily for me, I have a little like table right by my basement, basement door. So I can set it down at like a oh, chest oh, level. Yes. Yes. I know but what you're for talking the about. floor is tough for you. I mean, right. That's a start. Cause you got to go all the way down and get low for that one. Yeah. But, um, the second scenario of it is at like a restaurant and maybe like you're carrying a big tray of food for you and your family and like everybody's watching you, I was like, "Is he gonna make it?" I I don't know. Like, what type of restaurant are we talking here? Because I mean, almost all restaurants they give it to you. 
No, but I'm saying like um, I'm trying to think of like a restaurant or like it's not a restaurant, but um, like a deli. I don't know. Like you know, um, so like oh Panera actually you grab it sometimes. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of the other one. Like sometimes like the if there's like a beach kind of restaurant, it's like you order at a little thing, you sit down, and it's like order number th- whatever you're ready and you go up and take a big tray of food or something mm-hmm. you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like that yeah, yeah yeah um so that that's kind of the scenario i'm talking about there do you have a i have i have an honorable mention um, um yeah what's yours my honorable mention is when you order something at wait did i say that one yes order? No, I didn't say, when you order something at a restaurant and you regret getting it and you're like oh i should have taken that one yeah, or like you did, like you were, you wanted to take the risk, but then you just went with like the safe, safe. option. And then it's someone like, in your family gets it, and you're like, "Oh shoot, I should have gotten." Yeah, that. like it's just so tough, like it's that. Very because you don't want to be like taking the risk. Uh, I think we talked about that in an earlier episode. Early we did. Episode. It was one of our food debates. Taking the risk versus playing it safe. Yeah, but sometimes you just get too insecure. Like, do I really want this or not? And then like you, we know you should have taken the risk. Right. But I guess yeah. that's what happens. And now, as many we know, um, the Brewers took three of four at home against the Cubs uh, this weekend, putting them only two games out of the second wild card, wild card, excuse me, behind the Cubs and the D-backs are a game and a half back of the Cubs. Um, so that leaves them with 20 games left to gain um, two and a half two, or, two you know, whatever, so, to get over it. So they're behind two games behind the Cubs, or they're back two games. Um so we're given percentages of their chances of making the playoffs, which would most likely be in the wild card game uh, against the Nationals. So I'm going to give them a 29% chance right now. They're up against uh, the Marlins with the next four, so I think they could uh, pretty easily win three out of four there. We're hoping for a sweep. The Cubs have to play the Cardinals in seven of their last ten games. That's going to be a tough opponent. It'll be hard for them to even split that with the way the Cardinals are pitching right now. Uh and so, I mean, a week ago, my percentage was four. So they're improving. They're kind of on a hot streak. They've kind of got the pitching thing figured out. Yelch's, Yelch and Kane have been kind of leading the offense. Even though they have some injuries with Huron Moose, it looks like they're coming back soon. So I'm getting more confident in the Brewers, hoping for a big run. We're staying optimistic, glass half full mentality. Jack, thoughts? Um, I like the aggressiveness. I like the positivity. Um, I'm with you. I want them to make the playoffs. I think they have a good shot, but my percentage is 15%. I don't know what Fangraphs has them as of now, but I think I'm just a little worried of the inconsistency of them, but, uh, their schedule is still pretty tough for the rest of the season, but they do have a four game set, um, in South beach beach against the fish, um, this coming week. So that needs to be three or four or a sweep. Um, the Cubs have, I believe the Padres in San Diego, as we all know, the Cubs aren't great on the road, so look to gain there. Um, but then they got a tough series against the Cards after that. Um, and then I know, I think they got, I think they got the Padres and yeah. then the Here, Pirates I'll and then get you their schedule. Rockies. You know, to be honest, they, I think they only have one more team over 500. So they got Marlins for four, Cardinals for three, Cardinals away for three. That's going to be a tough one. If they could maybe get one out of two, maybe two out of three, that would be nice. Then they have the Padres and Pirates at home for the next week. That's seven games. If they could go five and two there, that would be clutch. I think that's very achievable with the way the Padres and Pirates are playing. They're 
they're trying to get more experience for younger guys and get some new guys uh, in. Then they got the Reds and Rockies to close out the season both away. But I don't know. I'm feeling good vibes about that schedule. Cardinals, the only team above 500. I think there's a chance. I mean, right now, I need Woodruff back. Um, I don't know his status. I mean, I need him for the wild card game at the least. Well, the thing, I was talking about this with my dad today. What would the Brewers do with the wild card game? Because you can't, we can't plan out who we want. Like the Nationals are going to be able to. Oh, I see what you're saying. The Nationals are going to be able to plan out who they want because they have about a five game cushion. Very, it's very unlikely that they'll be caught up for the first wild card. So would you rather have, they'll be able to say if they want Strasburg or Scherzer or Corbin or whoever wants to pitch. The Brewers, it's going to be pretty much luck because. Hauser could pitch. I mean, Hauser, I would say, is the best option in, that they have right now. Yeah. I mean, it's weird, but yeah. Uh, but it could be uh, Chase Anderson. You never know. I mean, you're right, actually. I think we just got to get there, and whoever's throw day or whoever's, you know, who we're supposed to pitch that day, it's just going to happen that way. It, I mean, at this point, we could, just got to get there. Or they could bullpen it, but I don't know what their bullpen. I mean, our bullpen's been sketchy all season, so it, it's. We got to get there first, and then we'll worry about it. Yeah, I mean, that's the best mentality, I guess, really. Also, um, another talking point of the MLB right now, um, there are four guys who we think have a potential shot to hit uh, 50 home runs this year. Uh, Mike Trout and Pete Alonzo are the league leaders with 45 each, and then uh, Bellinger and Yelich both have, have 44 currently. So as we said, each team has roughly about 20... Uh, 20 games left every team and player in different situations um so Andrew who do you think will and will not hit the benchmark of 50 home runs okay I think my most the one that's most likely to get to 50 I think for me is Trout um because uh well he's the one guy where the team's no the most I'm sorry the most likely um I'm pulling up their schedule right now to see their pitching um, but I mean, first off, he's at 45. Yelich and um, Bellinger are both at 44, so obviously they have a better shot. But um, looking who they're playing, they have Cleveland coming up, then the Rays, Yankees, Houston, A's, Houston. Well, pretty tough schedule. But looking at it, there's probably going to be a lot of blowouts within that with the Yankees and the Astros. Um, hitting very well so a lot of blowouts i'm thinking and with that they're not going to be looking to pitch around trout very carefully i think uh he'll get a couple pitches to hit and just knowing trout i'm going to put him as the most likely second i'm going to go uh yelich um he's on a streak right now do you think it's he does get it or not like, i think he, i think answer. he does get it i think he does get it. i think he gets to 50 um he's not missing many pitches right now and uh that's what i'm going to say i don't think bellinger gets there um, Alonzo, I don't think it's there either. So I'm going Yelch and Trout. For me, it's just Trout. Um, my reasoning behind it, I totally agree with you. With Trout, uh, completely. I mean, great player. He won't get phased by you know being stuck on 49 or something. I do think Alonzo will though. Being a rookie, I feel like that could get in his head a little bit coming towards the last um couple days of the season. Uh, Yelich, I think he obviously has the talent to do it. But he's getting pitched around so much, and that's pretty much a home run every third game, which is pretty tough. And then Bellinger, um, I think 
because they if they might sit him to get a li- little extra rest before um, the push to win a World Series come October, I think they might you know sit him down a little bit. Um, so I think that might hurt him a little bit. But so I'm just going just Trout, and also I think you said they play the Astros a lot too. Yes, I Wait, well, seven well, games. And the Astros have yet to intentionally walk a batter this season. That's Wait, be, really? That would be the first team to ever do that in Major League history. And actually, they were the first team in Major League history to ever not intentionally walk a guy before the All-Star break. So they're way past that record. That's a cra- How have I not heard of that? That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Wow, that's remarkable. Shout out to AJ Hinch and all the, all the staff for having the confidence in his pitchers. Yes. And now a word from our sponsor, Anchor. And that will conclude episode 51 of the Bay Brothers podcast. Thank you for tuning in again. And uh, just to let you know, we are now going to post every single day for sure for the next three weeks. Um, so it won't be... Starting starting next Sunday. Yeah, next Sunday. So it won't be this week. But um, every single day we will be posting. Uh, we don't know the exact time yet, but we'll let you know. We'll have different segments and us just talking. It'll be short little episodes about 10 minutes maximum um so you know so you can listen to the bay brothers every single day when you come home from school turn it on right when away wake up. when you wake up whatever works for you um get some little morning snippets from jack and andrew but anyway once again always rate review subscribe help us out make us happy make you guys happy you'll get better content and also, um, merch drop in around a month. Uh, as that gets closer, we'll continue to talk about that more. But get ready. Get ready to buy. It's going to be exclusive. There's not going to be much. So get your hands on it quick because it's going to spread like wildfire. And that's it for today. We're going to close with a shout. The hit from 1959. Still a hit. Would that be? 70 years later, is that now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 70 years later, going strong, shout. Wait, no, I'm sorry, 60. 60, wait, yeah, yeah, 60 years. Um, So once again, Bay Bros Podcast, thank you for listening. You know you make me wanna shout, kick my heels up and shout, throw my hands up and shout, throw my head back and shout, come on now.
A little bit louder now. A little bit louder now. A little bit louder now. A little bit louder now. A little bit louder now. A little bit louder now. A little bit louder now. A little bit louder now. A little bit louder now. A little bit louder now. A little bit louder now. A little bit louder now. A little bit